What's up, y'all? It's Chuck West, and welcome back to another episode of the Anime Storytelling Podcast. A very special welcome to our first-time listeners. This is the podcast where we talk about anime, anime music, everything else in between, and how it inspires us to tell better stories. I'm sitting here with a very good friend of mine who uh, I was also lucky enough to see at ASEN last week. By the way, if you guys didn't check out the ASEN uh, podcast episodes, um, they are the three previous ones. Feel free to check those out when you're done listening to this. ASEN was delicious. It was delicious, man. How delicious was it? On a scale of 1 to 10, I'd say it was fucking delicious. <laughs> Fair enough, man. A lot of amazing cosplay. Shout oh, out. Dude, seriously. Shouts out to all my uh, fellow My Hero Academia fans. There were some amazing Dekus, Bakugos. People went so crazy with the Bakugo costumes. Those were some of the best ones I saw was the full grenade wrist armor Bakugo costumes. Absolutely, man. Now, before we go any further, why don't you let the good, happy people know who you are, man? Okay, my name is Brian Mondi. I am a musician who performs under the name Monvi, spelled M-O-N-V-I, and you can literally go to SoundCloud slash Monvi, M-O-N-V-I. That's what I do. I'm a musician. I sing, dance, and produce instrumentals, and I'm a recording engineer by schooling, and occasionally make money doing that, but, uh, you know, yeah, that's kind of my package as an artist. I also have a background in graphic design, and, uh, Word painting. Love it, man. So for those of you listening, I'm sure you can hear some music and perhaps some yelling in the background. Monfi, let the folks know where we're at. We are at my friend Robbie Mendoza's house. He performs under the name Robbie Loves Color. Yeah. He's possibly the best friend I've ever fucking had. I would put him and I have a friend, Josh, who I've known since fourth grade. Those are two people I think of, of as legitimate brothers by blood. And Robbie is one of those two. And he is a guitar player who uses his acoustic guitar and something known as a porch board. So basically, we start with acoustic and analog sound signals. And he creates psychedelic fucking electronic music by processing the absolute hell out of these instruments and signals. And then using loop stations to record and layer the instrumentals in order to create fully fleshed out electronic music, often in real time. Damn, man! And I'd brilliant. <laughs> I'll tell you what, we did have a hell of a show tonight. Um, our good friends uh, Sugar Paul performed. I was lucky enough to perform. Mombi performed. Lucky, dude, you fucking killed it. <laughs> we were lucky enough to have you. Holy shit. Thank you, bro. It was my first time performing in a couple of months, so I was glad to be on the stage again. You know it what I mean? awesome. I was glad to have you. <laughs> and, of course, we have Mombi on stage tonight, too. Now, Mombi is out of cosplay for now, but when he was on stage, he cosplayed as a very... I, it was, well, it was, it was a made-up made character, but, right. like, you know, I definitely it definitely took... Heavy inspiration from the avatars from the movie Avatar. Okay. And I mean, it, it, for some reason, my face ended up looking like kind of Ultimate Warrior style wrestling face paint a little. <laughs> you know, the goal was to, uh, like, with the, the face, you know, I had a blue raccoon eye style circle around my eye that led to a trail of blue tears. And on the okay. left side, I had a black one that led to a trail of black and red tears. Yeah. And it's, you know, I guess maybe. And I had that big, giant third eye looking eye across my chest. And so, yeah, it was just, it's, the concept was psychedelia, 
um, spirituality and just an intense release of emotion because that's yeah. what I was trying to fucking do through my music. And holy fucking shit, dude, I literally felt like I was tripping by about minute 10. And just so <laughs> the crowd knows, I'm almost 10 years sober. I'm nine and a half right now. Okay. And so I, I have sound color synesthesia where I see everything I hear. I also have that for other senses like smell, taste, and touch. I see all of those too. Wow. And I see emotions coming off of people sometimes as like a mist or like a pulsating. You know, I see it and feel it, right? Okay. And so, you know, I just, I, I fucking playing my own music that loud and really getting to perform in front of, you know, a good crowd of people who are enthusiastic. Yeah. And just just have the music be loud, me playing and dancing in real time. It, it flips my brain a certain way, and so I'm, I'm riding not only that euphoria you get after playing a show, right? but I'm also legitimately having like minor visual hallucinations where the wall keeps like moving, kind of like the wave at the bottom of your phone right there. Oh, for real? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. This is amazing, man. I mean, <laughs> we've pretty much touched on so much in the past couple minutes. Like, the idea, like, I know in the anime community, um, there are so oh many folks God. who are enthusiastic about cosplaying. I don't often see folks making their own characters, but you know what? Uh, I know I'm not week, good enough to make a realistic other character, so I'm working my way up. Well, <laughs> last week... I'm not week, good at the manufacturing part is maybe what I mean. Last week at ASEN, let folks know the, the character that you created for the convention last week. Oh my god, I made up this anime character known as Junesco Kazawari, uh -huh. and he's from the made-up anime known as Kazawari Tizen. Uh -huh. And like, oh my god, I, the, his backstory is he's a necromancer who came from five years in the future back in time right. to defeat Ultra Death. And Ultra Death is like regular death, but it kills you permanently. And I never explained whether Ultra Death was an actual being okay. or whether it was just like a thing that could happen to you. He just came to defeat it. Yeah. That's it. I had a band-aid on my neck, and people were always asking, what's the band-aid for? And uh, I would tell them, oh, I got bit by a vampire, and that's how I got my necromancer powers. Which makes absolutely no fucking sense. Not at all. Whatsoever. People <laughs> bought it. Like, I... I told most people it was fake, but the people I didn't just believed me. Yeah. And were talking about how excited they were to see the anime because I made up this, like, fighting style for the character where he kind of, like, dances and kicks his feet out back and forth, holds a pink umbrella in the air, and holds a pen or this, like, little, like, pokey thing in his yeah. right hand, and starts dancing around, gets their attention, then immediately puts the umbrella in their face so they can't see and stabs them around the side of the umbrella right in the neck. I literally almost, almost poked somebody's eye out demonstrating it. Right, and for those of you for those of you who caught the Instagram story last week, uh, y'all yeah. saw Monvi do his do his dance, man. You know he had the he had the pink umbrella attack going on. It was that, just incredible. Uh, yeah, that's that that was I think why people believed it was cuz I had the fucking fighting style all mapped out for the fake character I created. See, and that's what we do in the anime community, right? We, we're we very creative, very passionate about what we do. We're very much about yeah. friendship, which is which you touched on earlier a couple minutes ago. The sense of ago. community was overwhelming. Yeah, I'd dude. never been to an anime convention before. Never? And, and, no, that was my first one. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 there's, I, I used to have severe social anxiety, okay. and I still have it just to a minor degree, but I'm medicated properly now. I like, right. found fucking prescription meds that work, so... Here's the thing. Big Pharma can be fucking shitty and evil, and in the U.S., our healthcare system is fucked. But if you're able to find a doctor whose main priority is making sure that you recover, 
then it it can actually work out. And I'm lucky enough to be one of those people who found a doctor that cares about my health as opposed to making money off of selling me prescriptions. Okay. Yeah, and so that's the only reason I want this year is because I was able. I'm now able to deal with the anxiety of being among large crowds of just people. Well, thank you for sharing that story, my friend. Yeah. So on to um, anime and anime music that you enjoy. Anime music that I enjoy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically, you know, I, I see there are two things I appreciate when I hear an anime soundtrack is A, I find a lot of anime don't um, have heavy sub bass. And I have random theories as to why in Japan the composers don't have sub bass that is as prominent as ours is. But uh, one anime that really stood out because of how much sub it has and how insanely polished the sound design and just the music is is uh, Space Dandy. Mm. And if you want to um, get a really great example of how brilliant the sound design can become, yeah. watch the episode uh, about plants. I believe it might be episode 9 or 10 where they get land stranded on an, a planet full of sentient plants. And it, the also the story is just brilliant. It's, it's one of the most touching stories I've seen in an anime that's actually supposed to be a comedy. <laughs> But, like, then one song that just gets stuck in my head, too, would, uh, the initial theme song, the first theme song to the Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood series. It's just okay. super catchy, that, that, like, kind of rock, punk, metal, like, slightly metal, but more just hard punk, uh, Japanese, like, song with that female singing. It's just a fucking catchy-ass melody. It's amazing, dude. Do you find that you can't watch anime without... Uh, listening to the opening and ending theme, or are you able to skip through it sometimes? I watch it the first episode, and then I skip it every other time. <laughs> I just do, because I'm in a hurry yeah, to sure. watch more anime. Figure out, like, what's actually going on with the story. Well, no, just because I want to keep watching anime, so I skip the... I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I skip the intro. I'm uh, Well, I used to watch the song, listen to the song every time in a second season in Death Note, the second half of the storyline in Death Note. It's, uh, there's this song by this band called Maximum the Hormone. That is the intro song, that crazy, like, Japanese metal song that's, it's like, sounds like something by System of a Down, almost, and a lot of people equate Maximum the Hormone to being the Japanese System of a Down. Wow. Yeah. Speaking of System of a Down, I, I'm sure you recall at, at ASEN last week, they were playing uh, Chop Suey during the, the little party rave that we were at. Yeah, know? I scratched my voice and was worried I wouldn't be good in time for this show. Oh, wow. They, and not only did they play it, they played it two nights in a row, Friday yeah. night and Saturday night, Chop Suey. And, hey, I love the song, so, you know, uh, great memories from eighth grade, so I can't complain about it, but... Yeah, the reason I scratched my voice is I used to know how to scream that shit properly without damaging my voice, but okay. I don't anymore because I took it out of my vocal repertoire because I was like thinking this is the difference between being an amazing singer for 10 years and being an amazing singer for 40 years who just doesn't scream. Yeah, man. And I was like, I gotta work my way to being an amazing singer with longevity, not work my way to being an amazing singer whose voice who has to get a vocal cord operation like Robert Plant did or something. Not saying I, I'm like expecting to get as good at singing as Robert Plant because he's one of my favorites of all time. Sure. But, uh, you know, that that's the basic thing, is I did not want to have a short lifespan. And that's why I stopped screaming like that, but I was screaming like that that night, and as a result, scratched my voice, because I wasn't doing it right. Hey, man, I, live long and prosper, you know what I mean? Exactly. And I will say, this is the first episode on the podcast where we've talked not just about 
um, anime music and what the music that anime fans like that are actually from anime. Yeah. But we actually talked about music that is not from anime at all, but anime fans truly enjoy. I yeah. did not know that people were so united on System of a Down in the oh, anime community. Absolutely, did not it know. Was, there were, I mean, and of course they all got went crazy whenever uh, they were going to give you up started playing because they fucking love memes and internet humor. Of course, and they were going to give you up. And also, uh, there were a couple different circles. One that I was in the center of, twirling the umbrella around, singing uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. It happened multiple times where someone would put it on a speaker and everyone would sing it. But that's, I think, a universal being raised in America probably thing. I don't know. I don't know what culture specifically is like so obsessed with Bohemian Rhapsody. But it, <laughs> it, it, it is. We. It's. I know all the lyrics. No, I don't actually. But I know most of them. All right. And all that's right. unusual because I forget my own song lyrics while I'm performing. I did today, a couple times. <laughs> Once again, I never would have noticed, man. You brought you brought the fire today. Thank you. I'll and also, you I mumble much. a little bit while I sing, so of course you wouldn't have noticed. <laughs> there you have it. So, speaking on uh, anime in general, any any ones that uh, brand new or even older ones that you're really fucking with right now? Okay, so brand new Megalobox is completely blowing my fucking mind. Speaking of soundtrack, that anime yeah. has not only brilliant music that like doesn't just change genre episode to episode and as the story progresses, but like yep. changes its aesthetic and production style even. And it somehow takes these, like, the way they direct it, right? The angles they choose to portray the characters at, the expressions they give them, the way they make the environment change to express what's going on in the character's mind and body. Uh, it, it is a... That's my water. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it just turns it into a cinematic experience that is far better than the plot line should be because the plot is so fucking generic that I don't know how they made it into such a transcendent experience because it really it, it's like here's the thing it's it's a generic overall plot but the characters are very well written the interact actions it's all an incredibly brilliantly scripted and executed anime with a really normal premise I feel that man and like Megalobox really is getting the respect it deserves. Like it's, it's now in the top ten anime uh, on anime trends. So yeah, people are loving it. Megalobox. This is Chuck West, Anime Storytelling Podcast. We're taking a quick pause here. Monvi had to step away for a second. Once again, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I'm still digging Darling in the Franks. Some people are tripping on it. Yeah, it's real fan servicey, but I respect the story that goes along with it. You know what I mean? Here, Chuck, I have to continue taking care of some uh, closing things and settling uh, business with the man who helped engineer our show, but... No problem, man. Thanks for being on the podcast. Once again, you just heard the homie Monvi... Monvi. Brian Mondi, M-O-N-V-I as the artist name. Monvi. Remind remind people where they can find you. Soundcloud.com slash Monvi. There's a Facebook page for Monvi, and you can honestly, if you're like cool and shit, send a friend request to Brian Mondi, and if we have mutual friends, I'll probably accept it. Uh, there's only one Brian Mondi on Facebook, so it'll be really easy to find. So- All right, man. Once again, it's Chuck West with the Anime Storytelling Podcast. 
That's a wrap. Peace to all my darling and the Franks friends. In, in the Franks friends. Wow. Darling and the Franks fans. Bit of a tongue twister there. Anyway, thanks again for tuning in. We'll catch y'all next week. Later. Have a great rest of your weekend.